It's Time for Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farber. I'm your host. I've been your host now for five years. So if you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you're listening, you can actually watch this episode on my YouTube page, youtube.com backslash Paul F. Comedy. Uh, my guest is stand-up comedian legend Rob Little. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to the Singles Only Podcast. I know we're on multiple channels, um, but I'm going to try to unify that in the coming years, coming days, coming months. Who knows? Check out my website, Paul F. Comedy, for my upcoming dates. I am closing out my last week after I hiatus, hiatus in Florida uh, doing shows in Sarasota. And then I return to Chicago, actually Arlington Heights and uh, Oak Park. G-Man Tavern for a new showcase show there, the world-famous G-Man Tavern. And then I return to my home club this weekend, coming up, uh, April 30th weekend, whatever that is, at the world-famous Laugh Factory. How's that sound? It sounds great. Hopefully, I'll see you guys at a show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for reviewing. If you haven't already, go review us, please. That helps a lot. And thank you for checking out our sponsors. Hey, all you guys know that I used to be a lawyer. Still am, but, you know, kind of just in the background, if you will. But my friend, Scott Shapiro, he is a full-time lawyer. You guys maybe have injured on the job, need compensation, or you're just injured somewhere and you don't know what to do. You're entitled to way more money than you think you are sometimes. Not always, but most of the time. And my friend, attorney Scott Shapiro, has been helping people for over 20 years in this regard. If you've been injured, give him a call. 312-648-8800 or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. He's a full-service law firm. So in addition to doing workers' comp cases, PI cases, he also handles all legal needs, including entertainment law. That's right. He's an entertainment lawyer. He's worked on a lot of musicians' cases, a lot of contracts, negotiations, and reviews of contracts for your needs, whether you're a comedian, musician, all that good stuff. All his consultations are free of charge initially. So don't take a chance and wait. Call him, 312-648-8800, or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. Call him today. Tell him I sent you. You will not regret it. Uh, this comedian is hilarious, uh, tours all over the country. Uh, I got to work with him once here in Florida, where he is now a resident. Uh, please, please welcome Rob Little. Rob. Hey. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, man. How you doing, brother? Oh, I'm great. Rob, thank you so much for doing this. It's been, uh, we've been trying to get this figured out back and forth. And uh and then we just decide, even though we're like only a hundred miles away right now, I'm like, ah, let's just do it via Zoom because that's yeah, I'm not driving. <laughs> <laughs> you come to my house. I just renovated this damn thing. Right. Well, no, also like Florida, you you're new here. I've been here for a while now too. I, I don't live here yet, although people think I do. Um, I thought you lived here. Yeah, I, that's because I've been here for so long, but I gotta go right. back to Chicago. Traffic is so bizarre here. Like it's either wide open or like six hours it could you just don't know right coming down to you though i'm in leesburg which is north of you you're down my tampa right i'm in sarasota yeah sarasota 
So if I hit on 75, I could go about 120 the whole way and get there in no time. But then you go on any other highway, you're doing 20. Yeah. So. And it's so weird. Um, I was, I did a show in Naples last night and I'm going about a hundred on 75. Uh, <laughs> and then I see a cop. I'm like, Oh no. And like, they don't care. They, they're just not like, even, you forgot the speed limit. It's all right. <laughs> just a hundred lame just, and people were passing me i mean it's crazy but i got pulled over actually uh, a couple weeks ago but it was like there's this new toll road coming into like where near where i live and i come off of it and it's a total trap because yeah. they there's a big hill and as soon as you come over the hill they're right there well i just caught i'm a huge i like to fish So I caught my personal best that day. It was like a nine and a half pound fish. And I was like, I'm cloud nine. So I come over the hill. This guy pulls me over. He was probably 12. He looks so damn young. And I go, and I'm wearing all my fishing gear and stuff. And he's like, you're going pretty quick. And I go, yeah, I caught my personal best today. He goes, oh, okay. And then he totally let me go. (laughs) He he must be. Yeah. He was just like, oh, I get it. All right. Go home. Tell your friends. Oh, he's a good human being. Yeah, um, man. Speaking of being a good human being and uh, and not ruining your day slash life, you are a single man who's never been married. Now, I was engaged once, and we uh, we she ended up. I couldn't get her to move to L.A. She was we were both started dating in Detroit, and she went and moved to L.A. And then we broke up, and she married a guy two months later. And I was like, oh, I think I know why you wouldn't move now. Uh, did you ever yeah not the backstory is to see what was going on um i really didn't care after after that (laughs) (laughs) so now i just i just love being single it's way better it's it's crazy because you know people give me a lot of shit for that and you know i'm uh i've been single i've never been married uh and here you are you're every time i see you you're smiling you're having a good time (laughs) on stage you're literally a ball of energy. Everyone's just <laughs> watching you and you just control this environment around you so amazingly. Why take and ruin that with marriage? Yeah, why ruin that with marriage? <laughs> <laughs> Especially I just got this. So I just bought this house up here and I literally renovated the whole thing. And I freaking love it now. And I've gone on some dates with some girls and they like immediately, you could just tell they want to move in. Yeah. But I'm just like, no, it's going to be a while for that. How have you, how have you managed to stay single? Has it been, I mean, you said you were engaged once. Uh, how long ago was that, by the way? That was uh, from 2001 to 2006 or something okay. like that. Okay. Yeah. So you, uh, how have you managed to, to pull this off? I know that you're a traveling comedian, so that helps. That's well, the number one thing right there. I mean, there's nothing. There's no trick to it. I've had several girlfriends that all could have been great wives probably, but they just can't take you not being home ever. Yeah. Do you want, go ahead. Sorry. And then they see, like, I, I love posting pics after shows and they're always like, you're always with all these chicks. And I'm like, I post dude pics too, but women come up first. You don't see a lot of guys like, Hey, can I get a pic with you, man? For my Instagram. And like, no, it's always chicks. So I will post the guys ones too. Don't get mad at me for that. I can't help it. But women are better promoters too than dudes. Because so. they have more followers usually. And then they, uh, and they're active on social media and you get, I'm like, tag me in that, you know? The- yeah. Always. Are you, um, 
did you ever have a desire to get married and have kids and live like a traditional life when you were younger? Yeah. When I was younger, it's funny. I, um, I have some friends that just sent me, we had like in our senior, our senior year, we predict, we had predictions. Did you guys do that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you graduated, we're like, what we're going to be in life. Who's going to be? I, yeah, yeah. The only thing that didn't come true was getting married for me because I said, I'm going to go to college, get my computer degree get married and then be the best comedian I can be. Get and I did it. exactly that, except get married. How big was your high school? 169 in my graduating class. And you graduated it was small. You, you were Michigan or. Yeah. I grew up like two hours North of Detroit in a town with one light. Okay. And we're the, we're the cheese capital of Michigan. And we're also third in hemp magazine for the best marijuana in the United States. Oh, there you go. Those are, those are accolades to be proud of. And the best thing is the one diner in town named a sandwich after me. That's which awesome. is, That's pretty cool, right? The Rob Little steak sandwich. I've done shows in Michigan where people have asked me or said they know you or related to you. And I always text you. I'm like, this guy says you're his cousin from something. And you're like, nope. 100% untrue. I don't have it. The only relative I have back in Michigan is my mom. That's it. Okay. Fair enough. So <laughs> you, were, you, uh, you thought you were getting married and uh, become a comedian. So one out of two came true. Um, when did you realize that like living a, a traditional like family life wasn't something in the cards for you? As soon as I started comedy. Yeah. As soon as I, because I was like, that's my girlfriend now. Right. comedy is my woman and yeah i mean you I know mean, that's how we are people don't understand that and it's it's such a fulfilling thing and uh and and forget about the physical inability inability to meet with people but just like the mental amount of energy you put into jokes put into comedy and like after a show sometimes you just you want to just do your thing and it, and it, it interferes yeah. with what is a traditional you know, life, you know, I've missed so many, you know, friends, weddings and things like that. Oh and yeah, before. for sure. Yeah. So, and that was before I did, I didn't, I was a musician before that. So I kind of knew that this was going to be something in my life, but I always, when I, when I talk to people, I'm like, how does this, they're like, well, what, how, what's going to happen when you get older? My parents are like, what are you going to happen when you get older? I'm like, I don't know. Be happy. What? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? I'll probably get some old lady at the villages and uh, be dating her and getting some STD and enjoying life. What are you talking about? I'll be out on my boat fishing every day and not having to hear some woman bitch at me because I didn't clean up or something. Who knows? I always hear about the villages with comedians in uh, in Florida. Is that like a hot spot for older women? I have yet to be there. I just booked it, actually. I'm doing a couple couple gigs up there. Um, I've driven through it. It's It just looks like another town, really. It doesn't. It's not like people, the way they portray it, it sounds like you just go to this club and there's a million old ladies just horned up ready for you. And it's, <laughs> I haven't found that club yet. So I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll find it. You got to do a big Google map search of some sort. Yeah. See where they're at. What, Thinking about being single, look at this back wall behind me. Can you see this? Memories? Yeah. So I, oh, I just thought it was really cool, but I'm like, that's definitely a single guy right there. I got too much time on my hands. It's, it seems like something a sorority girl would do, to be honest. Uh, I was a fraternity guy, and we used to do this in my room, actually. Excellent. But I just thought it was a cool way. To, you got all these pictures, and it's funny you said fraternity. Look at that right there. Fraternity. I put. Um, oh, yeah, I see it. Fraternity. Up there's 
comedy or no what is it friends friends then that's comedy and then that's family, family yeah Off to the four side. f's like the the forgotten batch <laughs> but it was like what are you gonna do with these pictures nobody's looking at them in books or anything but i bring them i put them up here and people sit in this room for like a half hour looking at everything yeah they're cool they don't have photo albums like they had back in the day i have like photo albums of all my frat days like all my stuff i'm like what, what fraternity i was a du in uh champaign in the university of illinois so D- delta upsilon delta oops i joined the wrong fraternity yeah i've never oh. <laughs> <laughs> i was delta sigma phi but it was like delta that sigma. was like the best time of my life it was the best you definitely want to be single then Well, that's funny because I go back to, I I kept a journal for like six months when I was 20 and in a fraternity. And all I wanted to do was get married, find a girlfriend. That's all. It was my only focus at all the, at the sort, the exchanges and all that stuff. Were you kind of like, were you kind of like, what were you like in in college? Were you, were you like uh, getting a lot of girls or kind of. Now that you said that, I, what happened to the audio? I, I can hear you fine. Oh, okay. It just sounds weird on my end. Oh, there we go. Um, I actually dated the one girl that broke my heart in college through my fraternity. And as oh. soon as she, we broke up, I was, I was my, nobody knew my last name. My last name's little. Nobody knew it, it was all social Rob. That's what they called me. Cause I was super friendly. Yeah. Not, I wasn't the social in our group, which is the guy who starts and plans the parties. Yeah. I was just very sociable. So that was my nickname. And I was a horn dog, man. I was just, it was the best. Yeah. But I was like everyone in high school, especially I was in like the popular crowd, but I was all the girls. I was their friend. Like nobody wanted to date me. I was like five. I was a tiny kid. I was like five, two. Uh, I didn't grow till like senior year of high school, but even in, in, in college, like I, I'd, I'd, I'd fall in love with all these women and like they were just like, eh, you know. I was uh, I was in the popular crowd too, and I was getting everything. <laughs> well, were you funny yeah. back then too? Nah, I was kind of shy, but like I would op- I was funny around just my group of friends. Like I would be the guy who whispers stuff. Like I was right. the outgoing funny guy. But I was the Chris Farley in my okay. group. Yeah, <laughs> you're sure. a ball of energy. That makes yeah. sense. Did you uh how are you meeting like in the last 10 years, would you say, are, did you ever use the dating apps or anything like that? I've never done a dating app Okay. because I don't really think we need to, we do shows. That's our right. dating app. So that's how I met every single girl I've ever dated since I started comedy. Really? Yeah. I just, they come up to me after shows, um, any shows too. Like I've done like, cruise ships uh i've done swingers crew groups nudist nudist resorts um i mean you meet them everywhere and anywhere and it's as long as you're a fun guy they want to go out with you but then they see you're never gonna be around and that's when it ends yeah the the romance of dating a comedian ends pretty quickly like one of those apps are like oh i want to meet someone funny like yeah i'm kind of professionally funny but you don't want you're gonna see that this isn't what you want they have to have their own life. That's the only way it's going to work out. They have to be independent and, uh, and be in just have their own life, man. That's the hardest part. And cause then they see you're always gone and it's like, Oh, you're on. It's, cause I do a crap ton of cruises too. That's why I moved to Florida right when COVID hits and then there's yeah. no cruises, but, um, they think you're on a vacation. And I'm like, you have no idea how miserable I am 
on this. I'm, I'm surrounded by everybody that's on a vacation and I don't want to talk to any of them because they all ask me the same stupid questions every day. And uh, so it's not a big vacation around those things. They, they, they want you to be miserable and I am miserable. So I, yeah, I'd rather be home with you and enjoying this, but I got to make a living because you're not my sugar mama right now. So (laughs) how do we get one of those? Well, the thing, yeah, no, that's the thing that I always do. I, I agree with you. I've talked about it in the podcast before where if they're independent or they have something else, that's a passion of theirs, or if they have a ch- like a child or children that gives them like an out, they're like, I gotta, I gotta focus on, you know, raising a child or something, or, uh, you know, I have my own career, but if they have a career, that's like a nine to five or you are, and you know, we work at nights, you're never going to see that person. either. Nope. So no. And what do you feel about dating? Like I would never date a girl that had kids before. Now I'm like, yeah, it'd be great. I've never had kids. So I'm down with it. Yes. Yeah, so that's funny. You say that I almost exclusively like to date women who have kids now because before I was, I was like, Ugh, like I was too immature to handle it. But now it's like, I like that because they have a priority that isn't me. And it, yeah, like they're not worried about you. Yeah. It's like, I like to, and then we can have fun and we could, you know, go do things when they have a, and they're also, their time is valuable too, because, you know, usually they're splitting time with somebody else. And, uh, and then when they are free, it's like, okay, let's go have some fun. Let's do something cool. It's like, if I have a day off, I want to like make the most of it. I don't yeah. want to, you know, watch TV all day. So yeah, I don't sit around. I'm always up doing something right, right, right. that, okay. Now this just brought up a funny thing to me. One time I was going out with this chick and I never met her kids, which was great. I like that. She didn't want me to meet them right away. And then when I did meet them, they came home from school one day and I met them. They were, they seemed pretty good. Like she had a younger daughter, which I really liked. She was super funny and everything, but her son was kind of in that weird state where they just want to be in the room and be stinky and game and do whatever. You know what I mean? They were not sociable. How old was the kid? 13 or 14 or something like that. I don't know. It was a horrible age. (laughs) but the daughter was really funny, but she was also like too smart for her age. Her daughter was probably like nine, nine or 10. So one day she came home and I'm sitting on the couch. I just got there. And then her daughter walks into the house, sits down in front of me on the floor, looks at me and goes, okay, where is this going with my mom? (laughs) And I said, my mom, yeah. I, at that point I was like, it's going nowhere now. I don't need this kind of pressure. <laughs> this is like, I like your mom, but I'm not nowhere near anything l- higher level. So thanks for the interview there, Barbara Walters, but I'm gonna, <laughs> I couldn't believe she said it too. She was like, it was like, she was 40 when yeah. she said it. And, uh, that I kind of went back to that girl later and I says, yeah, I think it's going to be an uphill battle with your kids. Yeah. I, I just don't. And I don't have the time to do it. So (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious. I mean, yeah, I mean, she was probably like, she probably was like, looked you up and you're like, this guy just seems like a comedian. She probably Googled you and was like, this guy, the little girl. Yeah. The little girl probably Googled. I don't think she was even that. She just wanted, she just wants her mom to finally get a dude that would treat her good. I think. Right. Well, I was like, I'm just, I'm just a booty call for your mom really. So I don't know why. (laughs) Have you, uh, have you, uh, met people like, what if you found a woman that like is just as passionate as you are about fishing and 
comedy or something like that. I would love that. That would be awesome. Has that happened? I mean, there's other women. Yeah, that's happened. Yeah. It's happened recently, actually. So we'll see how that goes. Well, what, uh, what have you dated other comedians? I've never, that's funny you brought that up. I always we, say no, I always say never do that. But. I have never dated one, but um, I work a lot of cruise ships and you, one of your favorite guests that you book all the time oh, yeah. is totally my type, 100% my type. And when we worked together, she was constantly talking about hooking up on the cruises. And I was always like, she never once gave me like any inclination that I would have a chance. Right. So I just kind of like played it off and never even, cause I didn't want to be like her going around. Oh, then this guy's trying to get with me all the time, right. you know? Yeah, exactly. So I, yeah, I just let it go, but God, she is 100% the type I like. That's the thing that sucks about being a comedian. Like we're attracted to other comedians, whether, you know, physically, you know, in a sexual way or just like, just hanging out like if you're in a room and you find that someone's a real comedian you're going to go talk to that person of course and then you got all that in common you know right but then you you can't date a comedian in my opinion because you know it's like it froze up on me yeah it's like you're all what's that you froze up on me i didn't see that can you hear me now yeah you can't uh you you can't really date a comedian because it's like working, it's like working the same working environment, which you, it's just like any, we don't have an HR department to like, yeah. like oh, you can't do that. But it's like, right. in sense, I've seen what happens when you do it. And there are successful comedians who are successfully married and whatnot. But for every one of those, I can think of 10 very toxic situations. Yes. There's actually a guy on the cruise ships that has married two female comics that work the cruise ships. Oh, wow. Really? And he, the latest one, I some, I think I heard that they just broke up or so. I don't know because I used to be good friends with her and she's pissed me off on the cruise ship and I just quit talking to her. Yeah. Just said something stupid and I was like, screw that. And then I heard, I just heard through the grapevine that they were having problems. So are you, what about dating other people that are in the entertainment industry? Have you done that? Like musicians or someone that has the same similar hours that we know i've never dated you know what i always think would be the perfect wife for for comics is a flight attendant yeah because they have very similar schedules yes they're always on the go and they could get us discounts with flights absolutely you could pocket the Um, travel money and be like yeah just give me the 150 i'll that's a big part of it absolutely and plus they're always on the go like i mean it's I always think that would be the perfect one. And I knew a few flight attendants and they're always like the ones I knew. Actually, my buddy right across the street from me is married to a flight attendant, but um, they're always kind of very like uh, fun, frisky chicks. Like they play this like Miss Wholesome Girl up there, but then behind the doors they're. Have you hooked up with a flight attendant? No. (laughs) <laughs> the one I want is like she quit being a flight attendant. Not that that would matter, but <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't get credit if. if uh... No, I know that's right. <laughs> but like, how do you approach that? Because I'm sure they always talk about getting hit on on planes. So I never do. But I've given a couple of them my card because I'm like, oh, you're really funny. I'm actually a comedian. Here's my card, and I just kind of play it off like, yeah. I where, where are you based out of? Because I play that club there or something. Right. Right. 
Yeah, no, that's the that's the that would be a great. And I actually oh. matched with flight attendants before. Like, I totally forgot I did hook up with a flight attendant before. Oh no way! I forgot all about it. It was actually on a cruise. There was four flight attendants on a cruise. Nice. And I, yeah, this was a while ago though. She was awesome, super fun. So, so what's your t- what are your types other than like you know obviously if you have similar interests or whatever these people that come up to you after the show I bet you there's also a lot of red flag people that also come up to you that you're like, how do you, how do you spot the difference between something that could be a fun situation and something that could be dangerous or potentially harm toxic and annoying? Let's put it that way. Okay. I was sitting here while you're saying that I'm going, (laughs) I saw your face. I can't even think of a toxic one, but then like, I'm just like, Hey, I'm here this weekend. You're happy. (laughs) Yeah, right. But, but, that doesn't mean it's my type, but I actually had a actually legitimate stalker one time in Iowa of all places. And she would drive eight to 10 hours if I was in the radius of where she was from and she'd show up. And after the show, she'd just stand there next to me and say, she want to have my babies and all this stuff. Oh, and I was just like, so one time I was doing the Des Moines funny bone and I told, you know, Alicia, I said, if she shows up, call the cops because I, I don't want to deal with this you know okay. it was getting bad did she show up yeah no. I called the cops and then like months later her mother wrote me and told me that she was off her meds uh, and I was like of course that's the only way I would get a stalker <laughs> <laughs> one that's off her meds no one wants me yeah. what about, have you had uh how, what is it that uh, if someone obviously you're not doing a lot of the uh, pursuing because you're waiting for people to come to you, right? I'm not good at the pursuing. Really? Okay. Are you like I unless they saw my show, that's the only time I feel like I'm good at it. But if they didn't see me, I it's not even my I don't even try because I know I don't got good game. What if you have a bad show and then you you still like uh the joke is like you're like oh you really like your show you're like which which show are you at like the yeah girl. you always ask that <laughs> which show are you at yeah what, especially what if, if they e- email uh, you or social media or something yeah like are you have you had situations where you think you didn't have a good show and then the woman is still like coming after you're like you're like really after that <laughs> i've actually had some where i've had like a girl heckler and i tore her up it made her look like a fool and she got super pissed but then still came after me Oh, nice. I was like, this is weird. And but what happened? It, we hooked up. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I still tore her up. <laughs> that was horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Well, you had a you had an opportunity there. Did you uh do you have uh do you have a type that you're attracted to uh physically or or just things uh that they yeah, say? Yeah, well don't we all? I mean I feel yeah, like what is your t- tell tell people I'm, I hate to say it because the one I'm, I'm starting to see now is not, I I'm 100% blondes. Okay. Blondes drive me insane, man. And, um, but I always seem to get brunettes. Yeah. I don't know why, but they, I, I actually was, (laughs) I was going out with this one who is brunette, but she's actually a blonde. And I goes, well, go back to blonde. <laughs> like, you know, that's what I love. And she's just like, I look better as a brunette. I'm like, right. oh, well, I guess we're not staying together then. <laughs> what are the, what are <laughs> the, uh, 
what are the deal breakers for you? Like when you're dating someone or hanging out with somebody where you're like, if that happens, you're like, you're out. Is there some smoking smoking? Okay. I hate smoking and, uh, uh, chew if they do. Chew. Come on. I just smoking pretty much is my number one. Have you had some, I, I do know a woman that I, I went out with once that she, uh, I used to chew tobacco and uh, she wanted to try it, and then she ended up liking it. And I was like, "Oh my god, you can't take on this habit!" You know, no, nine, you know, it's not gonna. She's be like snapping the thing over. Yeah, You're yeah. Like, oh, who's this girl? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I just smoking is probably the only thing I can think of that is like a definite turn off for me. Okay. A, a penis is another one. Penis That's <laughs> a big turn off. Um, otherwise, I'm pretty open minded. I feel like. Have you had uh, any um, shows where, you know, you've had to like balance, like, let's say you're coming to town, you have a, a girl in town that you, do you have girls in towns that you hang out with? Like my, uh, my POCs to, is what I call them. What are they called? POCs, port of calls. Port of calls. <laughs> yeah, like That's I, what I used to do. I mean, that was like, I've been doing this 23 years, like probably my first 15 years, I used to say that. Protocol, okay. Yeah. So, so if you had a girl in Las Vegas or something like that, and uh, and then all of a sudden there's four other people, what, where, what, what do you do in those situations, or what? Four what other happens? people is in four other opportunities. Four other opportunities, yeah. Do you oh, go with dude, the loyal? That, yeah. That's a tough call, and that's happened several times. Yeah. Several times. What I've gotten, God, I'm giving away all my secrets. My, <laughs> what I would used to do was what I would, I would just go, Hey, I got friends coming this night. Can you come the other night? Yeah. You know, just try to make them come one night or the other. All right. That makes sense. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good one. And you know, what's funny is when you said, no, let's say you got one in Vegas instantly. I thought of one in Vegas. <laughs> like you, you could name any city and we could be like, Oh yeah, there's that one. I, just, I for me, it's like, I, I wish there was that situation because I rather, just have someone like just to hang out with after a show that it's like, okay, you know, this city, you know, it's not even about the hookup. It's more about like, all right, I don't know anyone. Comfortability. Yeah. Like I just want to go have, where's the best place to get barbecue in Nashville or whatever. And Mm -hmm. then they become like, and then sometimes I'll go back in that city and the girl that I met is, is married now, but I'm like, Hey, I don't know anyone else. Can I hang out with you? And I'm fine with that. Like, it's just, it's a comfortability thing for me. But um, yeah, like, I think I know why you had all friends in high school now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I always screwed. You're up. married. I don't. I, I'm cool with yeah. that. Yeah, Bring I'm them. fine with that. I'm like, could we just get food? Like, all I care about after shows is getting eating. Food. I know it's all, so true. And most of these places, we get done with a second show. Like, uh, everything shuts down. Especially in Florida, I hate that. I'm a late night person, and yeah. everything shut down so early. Like, I've had more Waffle House. In the last two months that I had in a lifetime, really. Fine, but yeah, you. I actually was watching some of your cast before the ours, and uh, you said something. I'm like, that's so me too. Uh, <laughs> I, I imagine a lot of comics are night owls, but like I, there's there's nights where I don't ever sleep. I'm just stay up 48 yeah. hours. Yeah, because I'm like I'm wired. I'm just. Or if I get a pro, like I'm big into doing woodworking and projects and stuff, so. I'll get a project in my head and I'd research the hell out of it and I'll be up till five, six in the morning. 
And then once the light, I go to Home Depot and get what I need and start doing yeah. it. I'm up sometimes at four. I'm like, I might as well just stay up for another hour or two. And then there's a gym in here. I'm like, I'll just go do weights really quick. And that might make me fall asleep. And yeah. Then, it sucks in Florida because the weather's so nice. You're like, oh, man, I haven't really been on a beach yet. But that does that. That's the one thing everybody keeps saying to me, too, is like, how far are you from the beach? And I'm like, I don't care. I live on a chain of lakes. Yeah, that's where I want to be. Right, right. I, yeah, I don't give a crap about the beach. So uh, what's uh what's the next? Do you you're 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 not gonna have kids? I assume that's the, that's probably the- a little late for that. I think. <laughs> I don't. You know, it's funny because the lat this this new one I'm trying to see is she's more my age, whereas ev- the last three girls I dated were all 28 years old. Okay. And I'm 48, so. Okay. I don't know why, but that's the age range I always get. And then they, I'm like, oh, I kind of like it because then I'm like, there's a possibility for kids now right? with them. Whereas you date girls our age or my age, then I'm like, I guess I can leave it in. I ain't got to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's horrible. But uh, you know what I mean? Like you're not going to have kids with the girls that are older, yeah. so. That's true, I guess. Whatever. I don't really care anymore. I, I'm too selfish. Like, I want a dog. That would be my kid. That's all I care about. Yeah, but you're never home, so how are you going to take care of a dog? Well, then that chick will have to eventually move in then and help me take care of these dogs. Yeah, yeah. well. I don't have a problem taking them to a, a breeder or whatever you call those places that watch them for a week. Yeah. 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 Do you have pets? I don't. I want to get, I was going to get a dog during the quarantine, uh, but then, uh, then I was like, I, I'm never going to be home. Like, I, yeah. sure, I mean, I couldn't have stayed in Florida for the last month if I had a dog. It, would been, it, would it actually me. pisses me off when people say that to you, though. It's like, oh, but you're never home. And then in my head, I'm like, I want to be home. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be on the road all the time. And then that's kind of why I moved down here for the cruises, too, because last the year before COVID, I'd only had 10 days off. And I was like, I'm changing this. I'm going to. um and I literally had enough money saved up where I could literally just work one cruise a month and be good and then be home the rest of the time. And eventually I, that's what I hope to get to is like a cruise or a club a month, you know? Um, but now I'm this screwed everybody. So now I got to work for three years to pay off all this crap. Yeah. But you, it's funny. We always say that, like, you're like, Oh, I want to take a night off. And then last week I had like two or three nights where I didn't have shows. So I'm like, Oh, this is going to be great. And then, Two days in, I'm like, I need to get up. Like, That's because you don't have a house and you're not doing projects. Yeah, right, and stuff. Right. I don't have a project. I don't have anything else. But I just I could care less about going on the road right now. And I hate to say it because I love being on stage. Right. But the minute you get on stage, someone told me recently, it's like, like I don't want to do it. But then the minute you get on, you're like, OK, yeah, I don't want to get off. Like, right. It's so true. Right. That's our, that's our girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get off her. Right. <laughs> rob we are uh we're out of time where can people find are you? we really yeah yeah we went long i'm sorry I why t- what is your normal time on these we usually do 30 minutes but uh, oh my god this was flying by then yeah we'll we'll, we'll get you back on we'll, we'll okay i want to be i want to get in the three peters with with her <laughs> three feet club Absolutely. Yeah. we'll do it in person next time because uh we'll i'm probably be we'll probably be closer to each other uh, when I'm back here in July, I'll probably be doing shows. Uh, if you need there. a place to stay too, I have two spare yeah. bedrooms. Yeah. Well, I'm so we'll talk. 
we'll talk. Okay, I'm just letting you know, man. I got a lot of room, so yeah, yeah. Let's do. I'll it. have my dock and boat by then. So, wow. Okay, then yeah. you do need to keep working shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With that lifestyle. Unless you're gonna start selling fish that you catch, you can do that. <laughs> selling these wood projects I'm making. That's I what I need to do. Where can uh, where can people find out more about you and your upcoming shows, Rob? RobLittle.com. It's Rob Little on all the social media. And I have a new podcast out too, which we will probably ask you to be a guest on eventually when we get better at it What's and start having guests. It's called A Little Tomfoolery with uh, me and Tommy Ryman, comic out of Minnesota. He's one of my best friends and we're, we're, we're just two peas in a pod, man. So yeah, we got that going. So that'll be out pretty soon. And yeah, RobLittle.com. Awesome. Well, please check out Rob and his, uh, his new website, or I'm sorry, his new podcast. <laughs> yeah. And thank you, Rob, for joining the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, so man. Much. This was fun. Thanks, Paul. Ooh, 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 ooh.